a person who follows his intellect and his cleverness is going to fall into mistakes, which will lead to pitfalls and failures, which will lead to rise gedolus evilness. And there are those that did tremendous damage to the world, the big, like these big famous Rishon, and they misled the world, and that was all because of their chachman, their seichos. Says Rabbi Nachman that the main essence of Judaism is to go in the way of simplicity and innocence without any kind of cleverness and sophistication. To always see that in every action that he does, there should be godliness in his action. And the navigator and the compass to his action should be, am I bringing cover to the Eivishtah? Am I bringing glory and honor to Hashem? Then I'll do it. And if not, I won't do it. And if that's his navigator and his compass in life, then he'll never fall into failure or a pitfall. So, so now, then the Rebbe tells us that what happens when you fall? And he's talking about all the people that fall, the people that fall, the people who went between Mesopshitas, they'll also make mistakes. We said the Aftacha was that you're never going to fail. You're never going to fall into a pitfall. But mistakes you're going to make. So what happens when you fall? So the Rebbe talks about both people, the person who goes between Mesopshitas, when he falls, he falls into doubt. And when he falls into doubt, that's a mistake. And then there are the people who fall that never went between the Zabshitas, that they always followed their cleverness and their intellect. And when they fall, their falls are real falls because they fell into doubt, which led to Hirhurim, which is heretic thoughts, which are heretic thoughts doesn't mean kfira. It means that it's Ibcha Mestava. You know those people who always they challenge you and they think the opposite way. They go against the grain. And which heret those kind of people that go with heretic thoughts, who says agnostic thoughts, that brings to atheism and apikarsis, which is Mahara Akhashem Isbarh. Says Rab Nachman, no matter what kind of nafila you had, whether it was from the platform of Tamimzabshitas, whether it was the platform of mistakes, whether it was the platform of whether you fell into to, to pitfalls or you came to evilness, no matter which fall you fell into, know that that nefila, the purpose of it is an aliyah. The purpose of that nefila and yurida is to really ascend. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to go up. Now the Rebbe, that's the header of the Torah. Now the Rebbe explains to us why. So the Rebbe is going through the mechanics. And the mechanics are like this. Everything that was created in the world was created for the covet of Hashem. What's the riot? There's a Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Everything that is called within my name, which is everything in the creation, was created for my covet. So the Gemara dashes of that. I'm just curious, what, what? But why, 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 why Bishmi? What does it have to be? What does it have to do with the name of Hashem? So first of all, I don't know the answer. But it's a question that I asked also, because if you notice, Reb Nachman, every word, we didn't go, I want to first go through the map of the Torah, and then we're going to go over and be medayik in the Torah and see the fascination of every word. Every single word has a meaning here, and it's not just, he didn't just use this. In many Torahs, Reb Nachman talks about a God. Almost every Torah, he talks about God. He refers to in this Torah, he refers to the, the Hashem Yisbarach. What does Hashem Yisbarach mean? Hashem, the name, the blessed name. Other Torahs, he calls him Elikim. He calls him Havaya. He calls him HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He calls him many different 
terminology, you know, here he's specifically using, so I feel like there's a connection to this puzzle where we say he's bringing the puzzle as a riot, that means, so uh, to answer your question, my muscle reason, my thoughts, and this is my own interpretation, the disclaimer, by the way, is that I'm never attempting to say pshat in Lakut Maran. I'm only saying pshat in the way that Lakut Maran is saying pshat in me. Okay, so it doesn't mean that this is the pshat, and I could be wrong, but this is what I understand. My feeling is that the creation was created with the shame of the Eibishter. How did the Eibishter create the world? With shame havaya, shame yudke vavke which is, by the way, the first Isis. Oh, you'll see it later. I don't want to tell you the secret yet. But Shem Avayim. So that means that everything that has existence in the world has the shame of Hashem inside. Otherwise, it can't have existence. Havaya means present. Havaya doesn't mean, we, we know every time we say Baruch Atah Hashem in Shema Nasser, we have to say Shem Avayim means Hoya, Hoya Ve'iyah. He was, he is, and he will be. But Havaya means present. Havaya means now. Havaya doesn't mean the past, and it doesn't mean the future. By the way, Mata says, he says, we say in, in uh, Mayrav every day, we say, take away the Satan from bef- the past and the future. How come we don't say Satan in the present? We're only saying, the, take away the Satan from before and afterwards. What about the present? So Mata, I don't know where he said, the, the, but he brought a raya. He says, the Yetzirah has no power in the present. His only power is the past and the future. To tell you, ah, you know what you did yesterday, you're going to do now. You know what you're going to do tomorrow, what are you going to do now? The present, he has no power. If a person would just fall, by the way, that's Tmimah Pshit, as we said. Tmimah Pshit means living in the moment, not following the Seichel. Tmimah Pshit is if a person lives in the present, if he, that's where his power, his power is in the present because the Satan has no power. Anyway, wow. but Hashem is the Hoya, Hoya, the year is in the present. We can't understand it, but the past and the future and the present is all one, so it's Avaya. So uh, the answer to your question is Kalanikru Bishmi means everything that's created is created Bishmi. And that's why it's Hashem. And I just want to note that that's why I think Reb Nachman keeps using the words Hashem Yisbarach. Hashem is Baruch. Hashem is the shame Bishmi. Just a note over there. But I think there's more to it. We'll get to it, hopefully, or we won't. The creation was created Bishem Hashem. Everything has godliness in the creation, whether I'm aware of it or I'm not aware of it. And every creation has covered. That means the purpose of creation was covered. Says the Rebbe, if the purpose of something if that's the whole tachlis, that means that's the source and the root of why Hashem created the world. The reason why Hashem created the world is because the tachlis of the world is to bring to the covenant. So that anything that's a tachlis, if I want to build a house, and so that is what's going to give me the motivation because I want to build a house. So that's why I'm going to start building a foundation and rooms and this because I want to get to the tachlis. The tachlis is I want to build a house. So if I could, Baruch wanted to create the world and the tachas of the creation was to bring covet to him, his covet, that means that that is the source and the root of the creation. And you're going to see now that the Rebbe keeps going into the source and the root. He's like, he tr- wants to say something about that. 
it would have been enough. To, you'll see what the Rebbe is saying. It would have been enough to just say that the Tachlis is covered. The Rebbe is emphasizing, no, if the Tachlis is covered, it means that the Shairish is covered, which means the root and the source of the creation is covered. And we'll see later, later in the Torah why this is so significant. So now he's going to go again. He's going to take us off on a tangent a little bit, but bear with me. I t- I'm telling you it's worth it. So now the Rebbe says, and this is the place where we're holding, even though when Hashem created the world, it was oneness, there was no separation. The world was created one, everything was created together. In the Bria, that means when Hashem created the world, He created the world as everything was created in one, in one second. One second, there was no work every single day that He had to create more. But in Kolzeh, it once there was a Bria, there are parts in the Bria. So if we just said that the the Tachlis of the Bria was covered and the Shairish of the Bria is covered, that means that if there are Chalakim, there are parts within the Bria, each part has its own specific covenant, which is the Tachlis, which is also the Shairish of that covenant. Which means, in simple language, that every component of the Bria, every ant, cockroach, animal, tree, leaf, water, stone, every single thing that exists within creation, stars, moon, everything has a specific covenant of Hashem that it needs to bring out. And that the shayrish of that is the covenant, which all of these parts are rooted in the global covenant of Hashem, which is the Bria, which was one. Now, this is a very hard concept to understand because oneness and parts don't live together. If it's parts, then it's not one. And if it's one, then it's not parts. Even though the Bria is one, every part has its own glory that it needs to bring out, which is also the root. Now, that's where the Mishnah tells us that the, the world was created with ten mamarim. I told you yesterday that Vayoymer, the nine times that it says Vayoymer, Vayoymer Lekim, Yehira Kiyah, Vayoymer Lekim Nasa'odam, and there's one time where it doesn't say Vayoymer. When is that Vayoymer? There's missing one Vayoymer. says the Gemara that that's Bereshis. The word Bereshis even though it doesn't say Vayoyma, it is a Maimah. A Maimah means that the Eivishter created it with a Maimah. And Rabbi Nachman is going to go in to explain this. But first, let's understand the mission. The mission says, mm-hmm. But we could have, the Eivishter could have created the world in one Maimah. Why was it was created? Each Maimah to give Tzadikim, ten, multiply the Schar ten times, because they fixed the Bria that was created with 10 mamarim, so they get 10 times the reward, and the Rishon to get 10 times Einshim. Let's not concentrate on this. I told you yesterday, we're going to need a bigger beer here, but let's concentrate. What does the Rebbe want to bring out of this? So comes out of this, that Bechol, Maimar, Maimar, Yeshvay, Chines, Kavad, Miyuchad. You see that each Maimar has its own specific covenant, because otherwise you wouldn't get 10 times Chah. Or you wouldn't get ten times Einish. 
means that there's a purpose to each maimah has its own purpose. If it has its own purpose, and we said the purpose of the creation is covered, must be that each maimah, its purpose is covered. If its purpose is covered, then its shayrish is covered. Because the covered is the shayrish of everything. I just want to note, before we go to the next piece here, that covered, if you just, just to understand something, if, just once we accept we need to understand what does covered really mean. What does covered really mean? We started talking about it a little yesterday, but we, but I don't want to stay on that today. I want to go a little bit weiter. But but one thing we could see that when we are challenged with ego and our own covered, it's normal because the world was created for that purpose. So we are stealing it from Hashem, but that's the engine that's in the world. Everything, the purpose of everything is covered. So if we're takers. We're taking the covenant for ourselves. If we're givers, we're giving the covenant to Just putting that aside. We say, and tell him, we say, by Kabbalah Shabbos, in his sanctuary, which is the Bria, which is the creation, everything says covenant. Says Rab Nachman, Shabachal, Maima, Melubish by Kvoida is Nachman is saying, What's the Pasuk telling me? Kuloi Oimer covered, that every Maimer says covered. So he's proving his part that we said before that when there's parts to the Bria, each part has its own covered. Now Rab Nachman's proving that each Maimer has its own covered. Shayideza, Nivra Oilam, because that's how the world was created. Kimaloi Chala Aratz Kvoida. Because the world is filled with Hashem's covenant, which means that every single thing, the Ramnach is giving a new touch, everything has the covenant of Hashem in it. And this is this is where we start going into the places that talk to us. And even when a person does Averis or very evil things, because over there, there is no covenant Hashem. Bebchinas ukvaydi, and my covenant, my honor, la'acha loy etain. I'm not going to give to the sitra acha. I'm not going to give to the other side. What is the what is the pasuk telling us? Sheyesh gvul la'covenant sheloyis pashit l'shom. There is a boundary. The boundary of the covenant of Hashem that was created within the world is a covenant that was created with a boundary that that covenant can only come out. Not from the Sitra Acha, only from the Tzadah Gedusha. From the Sitra Acha, that covenant cannot come out. That covenant is exclusive for, for the Tzadah Gedusha. That means there's a boundary there. When it comes to these places of Averis or Dvarim Roim or evilness, that's already the Sitra Acha. And there, the covenant is not in this passion. It doesn't just like the oceans don't go onto the land, the land don't go onto the oceans, the covenant of Hashem doesn't go there. So now that we said that the covenant of Hashem has a boundary, and it can go into the Sitra so if the world was created by Sarama Maris, that means that each Mimer has its own gvul of covenant, because it has its specific covenant. If it has a specific covenant of Hashem that needs to come out of it, so there's a boundary with each Mimer. Says the Rebbe, Yesh Gvul, the whole covered with covered. Each Shemalubish, the whole Maimur, 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 Maimur. Each one, that means every covered has its boundary. 
that it should not overflow into the external places. So Oibazoi was screwed. If the covenant of Hashem has a boundary, and there's no covenant of Hashem in Daverus and the Dvarim Ram, what the hell do we do? Says the Rabbi, I got you. I'm going to give you a revelation now. Avolda, Zog the Rebbe. No. Ki Afal Piken. Even though the covenant of Hashem does not go over the boundaries, even the Averis and the Sitra Achot have to exist, and if they exist, their existence is coming from HaKadosh And even the filthy places, or even the places that go against God, they also must get existence from Hashem and livelihood and sustenance from Hashem. So, so where is it coming from? If the covet has, if the tachas of the bria is covered and the shirish of the bria is covered and the covet has a gvul, so where is it coming from that they can exist? How does this place exist? No. They are getting their existence and their sustenance from the mimer that was concealed, from the place where it didn't say Vayoymer, where there wasn't a Bria, where the Abraham said there should be man or there should be Rakia, but from the place where it says nothing, it says Bereshus in the beginning. And we say that that's called a mimer. Shehu Bereshus, that's Bereshus, which is the mimer Asazim, which... That's brought down the Zara because that, that's called Maimah Sosim. So he's saying, now the Rebbe is telling you something big. This Maimah Sosim is Koilul Kol HaMamoros. That means the Maimah Sosim, and, 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 and I'm just going to say something here, not because I attempt to understand it, but it gives me, I'm not saying this is Pshat, but this is my way of understanding and being able to go vital with this. When the Abishta created the world in the beginning, what does it mean, Beresh? It's in the beginning. What does it mean in the beginning? There was nothing. There was nothing in the world. There was no creation. There was nothing to be able to say Vayoymer. Vayoymer means there's a receiver. There is no receiver yet. So it was not shy to be able to say Vayoymer in the beginning. The only thing there was was the beginning. And the beginning is the place of oneness of Kulayachon. So when the, and that, therefore, there was, the Maima has to be hidden because there is no receiver. And so it's, it's the place of oneness and the place of parts. It's the place of the paradox where God lives there and God is not there. The Shmi can only be from the Maima Apasuach. The Shmi can't be from the Maima. It could be there, but it has to be hidden. And if it's hidden, then it's, it's there and it's not there. Is it there or is it not there? It's there somewhere, but we don't know where it is because we don't know where. We don't know where. Remember those words. Says the Rebbe that this mimer, who kailo kalamamers, because it was the beginning, so there was no vayoyma yet, so all the vayoymas that came afterwards had to come from Bereshis from the beginning because if there was no beginning, there couldn't have been a vayoyma. That means all the Mamorim, they get their Chiyas from this Maimra Asosim. And the covet, now we said, if the Maimra Asosim was part of the creation, 
and the tachlis of the creation is covered, so it means it has its covered. But that covered, husasim v'nelam betachlis astara, that covered is also hidden in a way that is concealed where you cannot see that covered. Umesham from that place, hey makablam chiyus. So that virus and the makayim is able to know from and the bati avodizara. That they get is from a place where Hashem is there, but you cannot see. There's no way to see the covenant of Hashem. From the covenant, from the mamorim, from the revealed mamorim, they can get their existence from there. Because we said the covenant of Hashem has a gvul. How could Hashem's honor be glorified in a place of Averis and Avoid the Zohar where they're going against Hashem? Says the Rebbe that the place that they're getting it from is the place of where Hashem is concealed in the Tachlis Astara, in the Maimar Asosim, which is giving the Chiz to the world without any Maimar, without any Shmi, like you said before. There is no shame Hashem there. And the Mela, that's how they have existence. Rak. It's not shy for us to understand it completely. And you're not allowed to think about it at all. So we're not going to think about it. We accept it, but we understand conceptually there is this Maimar Asosim where you don't, where everything is concealed in the Maimar, which is the origination, the point of origination of creation, which has a covenant that the covenant within it is also very concealed. And everything that's outside the boundaries of covenant of Hashem from the Mamarim, which is the Averis, the Mekhemizamatunov, and the Bote Avadizara, they all get their existence from this Maimar Sosim, that the covenant is also Sosim in this place. Do you understand that we're seeing a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction? It's impossible. When somebody says, this happened because of this, baloney, I don't care who, unless the Tzadik Adar is saying it, and even when the Tzadik Adar is saying it, it's not only because of this. It's much bigger than this. Because nobody's brain in the world can really conceptually understand the greatness of Hashem in the smallest act. When the leaf falls off the tree, it says the leaf doesn't fall off the tree, that without the, the Pamal Yishamal is saying that the leaf falls off, can you understand that? You know how many leaves there are in the world? It's impossible to count them. So when we think we understand something, we are limited. We, our brain has a capacity, no matter how big our brain is, there's a limitation. So no matter what we understand, it's with limitations. So it can be that that's the full picture, even when it seems like that's the full picture.